Yo. Oh, man. Oh, man. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy here, man. We back, we back, we back. Sensei, just so much going on, man. It's a lot going on. It's been a lot going on. A lot of transitioning going on. It's a lot of, shall I say, positive shit going on? Oh, my God. What am I on? Do I have fucking terminal illness? Am I positive right now? Am I looking ahead in, in, in a good direction? Am I not thinking with, with negative intentions right now? Holy shit. Is the asteroid finally going to hit? I've been waiting on it. The answer to that is hell no. My Pelicans are out of the playoffs. So I slightly don't give a shit anymore. Uh, it was a great run. The Blazers got swept. And this is the same Blazers that we were told all year was going to give Golden State all they had. And they're going to take them to seven. And they could, might could maybe sort of almost beat them. Uh, and AD and Drew bought out the brooms. Several brooms. Push brooms. Not even the big whisker corn husk brooms. We're talking about the ones you just slide and just, you just get everything. The one you can't even use in the house. You got to use them like the gym or like in a hallway or some shit. Them brooms. So they got their ass out of here. Uh, yes, I am. You know what? It's not even being hypocritical of Drew. Because last year I had serious issues with Drew Holiday. I, I didn't know he had the off the court issues going on. I'm glad that that's going a lot better for him. I'm glad everything is good. Uh, his wife, I believe, is is okay. I'm glad that's going on. I didn't know that was going on during last season, but he had like one point in a playoff game, dude. So one point is it's one point. Like Ben Simmons had one point, but he a rookie. One point is still kind of crazy, like a like an accident, nigga. You just hit a free throw and then you, you miss the other one. So. And you have a moment where nothing else is bothering you. You have it's not being contested. You're just standing there and you're looking at the goal. And you're a professional basketball player getting paid a whole lot of money. And all you have to do is stand there and shoot two shots from 15 feet away. And you make one. And that's the only fucking shot you make all game. 48 minutes. Is it 48 minutes? Yes, 48 minutes. Football, 60 minutes. So, I was a little perturbed with Drew. But Drew played fantastic. He, he we only won one series. Uh, but he quite easily is a top two or three guard in these playoffs. I would say so far he's at the best, even though we're eliminated now, he's at the best playoff performance of any guard uh, that's currently in. Uh, Donovan Mitchell will be two. The reason I would say that there, I would say that Drew is one, is because it was so good on offense and defense. Like he saved two games on defense, and then was putting up forty in, in on offense. So, like I'm talking like forty and twelve, forty eleven. We talking, we talking big numbers here. So, and AD was just, AD was just flat out amazing. Uh, still the best player in these playoffs, even though we are eliminated. Just flat out amazing. So it's a lot to look forward to. It's a very good season. 
we have a lot of terrible contracts that I'm not sure we can get rid of. So, and we always trade our fucking draft picks, so we have nothing to look for, uh, nothing to look forward to, as far as these draft picks coming up. I never have nothing to look forward to, but it's okay. It's not okay, actually. Solomon Hill's getting like fifty-five million, and this nigga's averaging like four points, so it's not really okay at all. Uh, so we got that going on. Um, uh, fuck the Rockets. Fuck Golden State. Move on from that. The East is trash. Uh, the East has been trash since Jordan retired. So twenty years that the Eastern Conference has been absolute doo-doo. So for a lot of y'all who you know, if you're twenty years old right now. I'm not 40 years old. Uh, the Eastern Conference was the dominant conference uh, pretty much throughout the 80s and 90s. Um, well, not the 80s. The Lakers won a lot of championships in the 80s. So I would say the late 80s and pretty much all of the 90s. Um, even though Houston got two in the 90s, the East was still very, very good. So the East has always been kind of the most competitive side. Like Jordan had to go through Indiana, he had to go through the Knicks, he had to go through Miami, he had to go through the Hornets, uh, he had to go through a, a lot of good and tough teams and a lot tougher time in basketball. So, and I say tougher time, meaning these guys now, I think they play, they may play harder and faster, but of course it was a lot more aggressive back then. You can hand check, so you can actually touch people when you guard them. Now you, you try to touch a person, now it's a foul. Um, they kind of opened up the game just to make it um, a lot more fluid. Uh, the game is a lot more acceptable to new eyes, I would say, nowadays. Because you, you got to open up the game. At a certain point, you can't have forearm shivers and shit throughout the game. So, uh, the East has really been trash pretty much the entire time. Um, even in the, when you get to the, the early 2000s, uh, you had like the, the Nets going to the finals. The Nets were a good team led by one of the best point guards point of all time. But they were swept every time. They were thrashed. They were swept. The 76ers got in. They were swept. Um, Detroit snuck in one. But, I mean, you're playing against, like, the Bucks and all these. That's trash. We Trash. So, this is not to discredit LeBron. It's not his fault that people are trash. But he's still playing against trash. So, it, it, it kind of is what it is. The thing I would say about him playing against trash is it's really these series are not close. Like if he's being taken to a, a the brink every single year in like the first and second round, he's taking the brink in the first round this year. But that's like the first time ever in like the last eight years he's been taken to anything besides a game maybe five uh, in the first round. So. He's been pretty much steamrolling. So when you steamroll through trash competition, you're really showing that there's a level that you're at and that's a level that everybody else is at. So I would say with the trash competition, he's treating them like absolute trash. So it's really no it's really no bad mark on him, I would say. Even though I'm not a LeBron fan, uh, LeBron fan at all, really. Uh despise everything that goes on. But you can't blame him for trash. You, you, I mean, you really can't. It's 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 pretty ridiculous, actually, how fucking garbage everything is. It's I'm I'm always I'm almost back into just pure negativity mode right now because I don't know how 
You know, I know Adam Silver, they're coming out with the plan to do the, the um, excuse me, the top 16 teams. So basically, you get the top 16 teams of all of both conferences. And I don't know if you would mix them up, throw them in a bag, make it an event if you fucking want to, like you do the lottery. Throw them in a bag and let people pick out who they're, let the owners, let the GMs, let the best player pick out who they're playing. Um, You can do like a week in between the regular season and the playoffs. To maybe you know give the give the teams a little bit of a break because they will be traveling. Uh, if it's somebody like fucking Portland against Miami, I mean Jesus Christ, you're going against opposite sides of the country, so they will be traveling. You may have to turn the um, you may have to change the uh, the format of the home and the home teams. You may have to do two 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 and one. Yeah, to add up right instead of the two two one one one. Uh, so you may have to switch up the format that way. You know, there's a, a it's an ample amount of rest for these cats. I mean, you, I, let's just be serious here. We not I don't. We're not, it's not like they're traveling by fucking bus. It's not like they're biking across the country. It's not like they have to get on a fucking mega bus. They're taking a private jet. But when you're twenty thousand, thirty thousand feet above the air, you're traveling across, uh, literally across country, like a Portland versus Miami would be. Look at the damn map. It's literally across country, or Toronto against Miami. Uh, which could happen anyway, but you have to give these guys a little time of rest. All that shit, it has to affect your brain. I haven't read any scientific shit about it. But if you 30,000 feet in the air, constantly traveling across country within like a week span, I might be a little fucking tired. So I would say two games, maybe two days off, then two more games. And then you can offset that with all all the other playoff games that's going on. So that way, the fans are getting what they want. Of course, the NBA is getting what they want because the game is on every night. There's revenue coming in and streaming in for them. Um, and these guys get to get some, I mean, some good rest. I mean, they're being paid millions of dollars. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm pretty sure your brain is being crushed up uh, like a, a fucking cause light if you're flying 30,000 feet uh, across country uh, every day or every two days. So... After playing a basketball game, after working out, and after other other media obligations and everything they're doing, I mean they're getting good sleep, but probably not getting as good of sleep as you possibly can with everything they have to do outside of basketball. So, uh, I think the 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 top sixteen thing, I think it's it's prime, it's ready, it's overdue. Um, like I said, it's been a pretty easy. This dude's been in the finals like eight nine times straight, so I'm not saying it's been easy. But nine times straight, it's pretty ridiculous. So I know we like to enjoy greatness uh, and all that other uh, good shit. But it's about time we shake shit up. If there is a Cleveland-Golden State matchup in the very first round, I'm not going to miss any fucking sleep. I'm going to watch every last bit of it. We're going to get to the brink. We're going to get to the start of it now. You know, I, I wouldn't do the, the 1 through 16 thing because that leads you to, to kind of the same setup. And at least to teams also, because I believe when uh, when Cleveland are kind of losing games, I believe they they seeded themselves perfectly because the the best matchups, the toughest matchups is Miami, it is Philly, and it is Boston. Now they're going to have to play Boston, but I would have loved to see those other three teams play them instead of a fucking Toronto, who probably has beaten LeBron two times in four years uh, in the playoffs. And the Pacers. Now the Pacers did bring him to the brink, 
but it's the Pacers at the end of the day. So I would rather see maybe Pacers 76ers is a good uh, match. Pacers Miami is a very good match. It's a very tough match. So I think there's a lot of things that they can do. But I think we're overdue, man. We're overdue for the top 16 things. What Within the next two years, we got to do it, man. I, LeBron has had his run. If they want to, you know, kind of continue to preserve LeBron's run, he's in the later part of his years. This is like year 15. So if LeBron don't make it to the finals in year 16 and 17, after going like eight, nine times straight, I'm pretty fucking sure we'll understand. He's still LeBron James. Um, and if he ends up on another team that's not Cleveland, which I pray he does, I don't think he's going to the West. Uh, my hot take is that he's going back to Miami because Wade is there. Uh, he's pretty solidified, and I'm pretty sure him and Pat is probably made up by now. So I think he's pretty solidified in his legacy, and um, he bought a he bought a championship to Cleveland. So I mean, there's really nothing else for him to do. Uh, of course, winning championships is very important. But to come back to Cleveland and get them a championship when he hadn't had one in like 50 years, I think he's pretty cemented already. I think he's already top three to five, depending on who you're talking to. He could be number one, depending on who you're talking to. But if he's number one, depending on who you're talking to, to somebody there or uh, they're a fucking idiot. So we have that. Um, the 76 is there, fantastic. Uh, what the fuck else has been going on? Oh, my Lord. I had... Did I talk about this already? I had some good ass chicken, man. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. So I was watching the Philly. Whoever Philly played first. I can't remember. Whoever Philly played first. I, I watched their game. And I ordered some ordered some wings from Big City Wings. It was like some uh some some spicy like a fucking habanero buffalo wings jesus christ now i'm gonna tell you they were good but i did say barbecue habanero so i did pay the ultimate price uh i was doing cartwheels on the toilet you know i had to, i was facing the toilet the back of the toilet just trying to be comfortable it was, it was pretty bad man it's it very bad i was yeah it's it's really bad i take like six showers uh I almost went to the hospital. It was real bad. This is pretty terrible. So stay away from habanero. Stay away from ghost peppers. Uh, I know y'all are dead devils out there. But uh, don't be retarded. Please. Don't don't be fucking retarded. Um, What the fuck else has been going on, man? It's, been, it's just been so much, man. I don't write stuff down, man. I don't, I don't plan this shit out, man. I just kind of get in here and I feel like talking. So I just jump on here and talk. Uh, what music is coming out so i've been listening to a lot of what, what's been new I'm, I'm still waiting on future it's just been ridiculous we, we haven't gotten any future yet i think the last feature we got we did get two albums last year uh so he did basically drop two albums in a year and it's been about it's been about 14 months since we got a new future uh he dropped a tape but i, I yeah i don't really deal with the with the esco mixtapes i usually deal with the mixtapes when you kind of by itself when you kind of do the things with esco it's more like it feel like compilation mixtapes more than anything. Like there's a few good ones, like the um, the Free Band Gang the movie mixtape is is really really good, but it's very future heavy. There's a couple you know, couple things here and there, but a lot of the Esco stuff can seem like compilation 
mixtapes and while i i like a lot of stuff that that goes on on there it's not a future mixtape i'm here to listen to future player not really everybody else you know i know everybody else gotta feed their family uh and all that other good shit but my ears don't care about your family player uh they care about just the music so j cole drop don't care uh young thug drop really don't care um this Gambino dude, um, a Down Glover, uh, childish Gambino, a blurred, uh, as 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 people would call him, a bl- black nerd, um, as the dweebs would say. Look, there's a lot going on, and uh, the world is it's not in the best of places right now. I have a lot of hot takes when it comes to to money distribution and i'll just throw them out there i could have said this before but i'll I'll say it again bill gates is the richest man in the world he oh he might be number two depending on some new saudi dudes come up let's say he's worth about 74 billion dollars a lot of it may be assets it's not just all cash flow you don't have 74 billion dollars uh in a fucking bank but he has assets that that add up to about 74 75 billion dollars I have a question. Just based on um, America, we're based off our country alone. Does one person need $75 billion? Like this one person. Now I'm not saying he should be stripped of his money. Well, actually I am saying he should be stripped of his money, but not all of his money. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't. He probably donates to charity more than anybody else to ever exist because of how much money he's worth. But there's still a lot of homeless people out there. Uh, and there's still a lot of jobs, jobless people out there, still a lot of unemployed people. There's still just a lot of people that um, on a lot of programs that just need help. And it's one person with seventy five billion dollars. Can this nigga not give up like five? Like, I don't make $200,000 or $300,000. I do pretty good. And I found a way to distribute because I'm not a person that really needs a lot. I'm, I'm a real simple motherfucker. I'll eat a sandwich every day for the rest of my life. I don't care. A sandwich and some Doritos. Throw some Doritos on there and I'm cool. And I found a way to distribute funds and distribute ideas and jobs to people to help them create their own. Now, I'm not saying I'm a a fucking mogul entrepreneur. I'm not Tony Robbins here. But I found a way to help people and motivate people with a little bit of money. And a little bit of ideas, a little bit of talking. There's millions of homeless people. One person that's $75 billion. Flint and several other cities in the United States, which is pretty sad, has no running water. Now, the issue in Flint is they have to change the entire pipes. They changed the, the water source, and that water source is what corrupted the whole thing. It's not like just the, the water is bad. It's the water that corrupted the pipes. 
to the entire city. So you got to change pipes in the entire city before they have, and you got to change the water source back um, because they were a cheap fuckers like the government usually is with other people's money. They, they spend it on helicopters and shit to fly two blocks over. I'm not saying that Bill Gates has to give up $75 million. I'm not saying that. It's his money. He's worked for it. By all accounts, I don't know the man. I'm going to assume he earned it. $75 billion is a lot to just be fucking lucky about. But I can bet that a billion can do a lot of good shit. If you see, see it for yourself. If you oversee a, a billion dollars worth of food that is purchased... From whatever country you want to purchase it from. I don't give a shit if it's loaded with GTO, GTA, PTO. I don't care what it's loaded with. Just get people some food, man. Get people some water. I know for a fucking fact a billion dollars can take care of an issue. Not all issues. We can take care of a big fucking chunk. A billion dollars is a lot of money, dude. Billion dollars is a lot of money. A person that makes a hundred thousand or a hundred fifty thousand, it's a lot of money. Now, when people say more money, more problems, that comes because a lot of times when you acquire more money, you start doing more shit. So most people not making two hundred thousand, they're not staying in a place where it's five hundred dollars rent. Where when they was making fifty thousand or forty thousand, they was playing in a place that's five hundred dollar rent. But you make a two hundred, you probably make you probably spend about. Let's play four grand on rent or mortgage, whatever's up to you. So that's what a it, it, it kind of balances off because there's a lot of people who are broke and make more than you because their bills don't even off. The the debt and what they owe don't even off to what you're doing. Now, I mean that as far as percentages. So I may bring in 30% more after my bills are paid than somebody that makes let's say three times four times more than me that's how a lot of these athletes go broke because they're still sustaining they're still trying to sustain the bills and that lifestyle when that steady income is not coming in anymore so if i got a lambo and i'm paying and i didn't pay it off which is like 200 grand depending on what, what kind of lambo you have and i'm paying a lease on it if i'm paying a more not a, a mortgage if i'm paying a note on it and I have a, a house, a mansion that's a twenty thousand dollar mortgage, and I have this influx of money that's been coming in. Once that money starts flowing, I don't have anything as big. You know, you may have side jobs that come in here and there. You may have endorsements and all that stuff, but if you don't have the right money or the same money to sustain what you've already been doing, it's going to wither away. So you gotta you gotta find a way to, to think a little smarter. And to be a little smarter and spend a little smarter. I'm learning that myself too. Uh, I'm, I'm broke as shit too. It's okay. But there's a lot of issues that can be solved. And I don't know how we got from rap to this. But there's a lot of issues that can be fucking solved. If the money was going in the right places. Now unfortunately the money is going in the right places. Because people are fucking greedy. That's just human nature. Um... I'm greedy myself. I have a $400 PlayStation. I have a $500 Xbox. I have a $1,000 computer. I have a $1,000 laptop. And I can't use all them bitches all at the same time. And those funds that I use on that, I probably could have just used it on one thing. And then the other things, I could have put it to something that's a lot better. That will probably make me a lot more money in the future. 
So I'm guilty of it too. We're all guilty of it. But I'm not worth 75 fucking billion dollars. So there's a slight difference. I probably ain't worth 75 dollars right now. So there's a fucking a gigantic uh, difference uh, in, in what I'm talking about. Back to rap music. So I've been listening to a lot of Project Pat. A lot of 3-6 Mafia. Uh, I'm a, a gigantic gigantic fan of Tennessee music from A Ball and MJG which is not my era but I still kind of grew up listening to it when I can't when that shit came out dude I was probably like three but I remember coming out hard and I remember on robbery and I remember all these songs so all these songs is kind of in the back of my head like Project Pat uh Mr. Don't Play probably came out like 2001 so this is 17 years old and it's still bumping that's not it's kind of my era, but it's kind of not because Three Six Mafia and All In were already out. They were out in like mid '90s, early '90s. So their music to the generation before us is a lot more established than it would have been to me in 2001. Um, so like I was listening like Dipset and all this type of shit, which is um, I regret that I listened to that shit because I I can't even listen to it now. But it just seems like. When you go back and you listen to that music, man, Project Pat was saying some good gangster ass shit. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm listening to it. I'm like, holy shit, son. How old was this dude when he was saying this shit? Was he already 48? Talking about gorilla pimping and pistol whipping. Hold pistol whipping chicks and breaking them legs, busting them. Like, man, this is some UFC shit he was doing. He's bringing bitches into the octagon. I don't know what this dude was on. Uh, but the beats jam, and you know, I'm not, I'm really not into a lot of the music. These, uh, I, I'm not even gonna say younger black people because it's not even them. They got their own little generation of stuff. It's these uh, blurs, I guess. These um, neo soul motherfuckers, the uh, Afro and and some musty mango spray uh, type motherfuckers. I, I'm not really sure what you call it. Like the, the Donald Glover uh, video, Charles Gambino, that's what I was talking about before, before I just went all the way off the fucking rails. But I was talking about that before, and uh, and I know he has a lot of things. He has a song called This Is America, if you haven't seen it. And so I know there's a lot of things in there that is uh, innovative, and he's just dropping a couple of things like, hey, this is this, this is this, you know about this, this little gym here. But this dude is not fucking Malcolm X. It's not the greatest. He's not the, the greatest activist of all time. You've known this dude for like two years. Y'all just heard of this nigga. And he hasn't really done anything besides being an artist. And that's completely fine. He's an artist. And nobody's saying he's, he's never said that he's an activist. But you, you can't throw the mantle on people after like three years. That's how y'all get hurt so bad. You put so much into people. Uh, it's just uh, uh, idolatry. Uh, I always remember from um, New Jack City, uh, the old man. Um, in the the first scene, really the first scene that we seen him, and they they put him out when he was screaming idolatry. It's this thing where these celebrities and these these artists, these people who just make music. I mean, they're not even scientists. They're not doctors. They're not people who cure. And save lives. If there was a crazy ass doctor. That has saved a million lives. 
but he kind of experiment on a few to get to to where he what well, he's still in the wrong but it's the difference between science and some motherfuckers that's just singing we we shouldn't accept people like R. Kelly who, who's a who's in, in, in my eyes and a lot of what society would say is the scummiest of the scum when it comes to being a, a pedophile or a child molester he's admitted this shit that's in, in society's eyes that's supposed to be the lowest of the low you can have a fucking mass murderer and but you have a mass pedophile They're both terrible, awful things. And both of those people should probably go meet Jesus in a hurry. I don't want him in jail. You kill a massive amount of people. You hurt a bunch of babies, children. I don't want you in jail. I want you in hell. But Fiesta Remix is the fucking reason... Why you don't denounce a terrible person? TP2? Listen, I used to love 12 Play. I'm not listening to that shit no more. Because every time I stream it on my little handy gadget here, it puts money in this nigga pocket. And what does he do with the money in his pocket? He puts more children into fucking dungeons. And have them pee in cups and all sorts of ridiculous shit. That should be punishable with at least a shovel. Or a rake. Or a really, really hot butter knife. Or a pipe or a hammer. Or even a sword. This idolatry, this this love, this this dedication we have to people we don't know. Motherfuckers will defend an artist, somebody who they don't know, somebody who just puts a beat together and sings over it. They'll defend them harder than they do their own people, their own kin, their own blood, their own family, their own friends. You turn your back on your own friends before you do, before you do it to a, a, a stranger. Fiesta Remix was pretty good. Jay-Z was pretty good on there. Fiesta, Midwester. It's all right. It ain't that damn good, man. So I want y'all to work on your relationships between these artists, these people you don't know. You don't know them at all and they don't know you they have no idea who you are they don't care who you are they have a lot of shit to worry about too separate yourself from that this it's just it's music r kelly didn't cure aids nigga and even if he did a hot shovel is still very appropriate for his actions a very hot shovel. Just lay the shovel in like a, a pit, a grill. And just. Yeah. Work on that. Do better. 
It's a lot of tearing each other down. We got a lot of shit to worry about. That shit we don't even control. I got to worry about if I'm going to get shot. And I ain't even do shit. I got to worry about shit like that. And we're just tearing each other down. And it's really for absolutely no reason. You know how good shit, how shit we can get done when we do it together? It's easy. It's easy. Hear my finger snapping? That's how fucking easy it is. Calm down. Get your shit together. And thank you for listening to Big Wardy Push Up Sensei Podcast. Thank you very much.